When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two minutes after five o'clock in the Southland on a Thursday afternoon with Sonato and Captain Marco Farr sitting in. Doing those impersonations during the break, I think you heard my voice. I need some mm. backdrops. Will you stop? Yeah, Time. please do. Well, what? I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. Touchdown. Uh, uh, Time for what you need to know. <laughs> God, you're the worst. <laughs> sitting in for producer Lindsay Baseball, it is producer Lara. Take it away, girl. All right, man. Seriously, always causing trouble, Always. Chris. Always. I need some tea to- Pero, this one is for you, specifically for you, Chris. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Disneyland is bringing back Fantasmic. Oh! The nighttime spectacular will return to Disneyland's River of America on May 24th, 24th. just Friday before Memorial Day. Oh, boy. It's... (laughs) But there's no dragon, right? No. So, let me get to the thing. Okay. So, it's been nine months since the dragon featured in the show went up in flames during a live performance. I hate when the dragon lights on fire. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm a dragon. Dragon. Just saying. The new edition of the Fantasmic show will not include the dragon, as Chris was saying, but instead will feature a special effects new battle between the sorcerer, Mickey, and Maleficent. Starting mm-hmm. April as well, park guests will also enjoy the new Pixar Fest, which include a colorful, spectacular uh, show as you enter the resort on Main Street. Is it a fake dragon? A video dragon? You don't get a dragon at all. Oh. You get, like I said, sorcerer, Mickey, and Maleficent in a battle. I don't know about with this uh, Melissa, but I... <laughs> Maleficent. <laughs> oh, okay. Beautiful. What's it called again? Fantasmic? Well, you yeah. don't even say that you don't know Fantasmic. I, I, I don't. Is that That's the uh, fireworks show, right? No. That's What's the, Fantasmic? It's... <sighs> Explain. This is <laughs> all you. This what? is all in you. The, in the River of America, Yeah. Where, which is where like Pirates is and New Orleans yeah, yeah, Square, yeah, yeah. at night, this amazing show happens. The show. Okay, I got you. It is based on Fantasia, the movie. And they play it on the castle, right? No. No? I'll play oh, you man. on the castle if you keep it up. <laughs> what? Do you know what it is? We got to get to David Miniman. You've seen gonna, it once? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And didn't it change your life? I mean, it was good. Dun, 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 dun. And Mickey's dancing around with his sorcerer I outfit. I think I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I have the sorcerer outfit at home. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, listen, TripAdvisor says this. When asked the question, is Fantasmic, uh, is it worth it? It says, quote, the show is pretty spectacular. Wow! Yeah, nice. And I would—that's the way I would describe it. Music, projections, uh, stage acting, flotillas. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like flotillas? Yeah, I love flotillas. Come on. So that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever. Fantasmic. You are. Yes. Uh, Okay. So you called McMinniman and went to voicemail. Okay. Oh. Oh, what's Dave doing? Avoiding. Uh, I text. I text with him. Who earlier. was ripping him? Somebody was ripping Dave. Not on this station. No, you're not. Sedano, I, I, I make sure you are Twitter. not allowed to rip Dave. McGinley. Somebody was ripping Dave about LeBron feeding him questions. <laughs> Did could... you hear that? Don't do. Let's not have this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, really? Is it bad? It's social media people being dummies. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah. What? What are you laughing at? <laughs> you just brought that up. Why can't I bring that up? I have the guy on in a minute. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, people yeah. people on social media are just idiots. Good. Okay, that's they, what I want to know. Everyone's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you, you just trying to face Sedano and I back? No, I was just thing? asking a question. Yeah. Wow. Asking a legit question. Well, at least you I figured ask, George would know. At least you, you said it now and didn't wait for to ask Dave about no, it. No, I'm not going to ask him that. Right. Come on. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh. Laura, he says he's right there. There he is. I'm right on the phone. waiting yeah. for Oh, my God. 
So anyway, um, let's talk to Dave McMiniman. Is the sky falling, Dave McMiniman, in El Segundo? Uh, if the sky is falling, you still look up and you see the uh, Nancy tournament banner they hung less than a month ago when they went 7-0 and through quasi-playoff games when they had quasi-health. So, um, no, as far as I'm concerned, you're still a team that has – it was, what, 11 out of 12 in Los Angeles? So now it's 10 out of the next 11 in Los Angeles. Um, I, I think everybody should take a deep breath and realize there's still about 48 games left in the regular season. Uh, plenty of time to get this thing right. Hey, Dave, does one have one to, something to do with the other? Like winning the tournament has something to do with their injuries and the way they're playing now? Like they went all out too soon? Bit. I think a little bit more so, I think, DeMarco, it's schedule dependent. So you look at the way they played the rest of the month of December after winning in Las Vegas early in the month, you, know, you go out on the road. Uh, they, they, they just finished off a, a string of 8 out of 11 games on the road. Uh, in that streak, there was three sets of back-to-backs uh, for a team that has some knick-knack injuries and uh, and an aging superstar that you know they're not going to try to push too hard at this stage of the season. There's going to be some um, you know, regression. Um, have they played? Have they played their best basketball? Absolutely not. Have the the coaching staff stuck with a one cohesive style of basketball thus far? Absolutely not. So they're it's not like they're free from any sort of criticism or consternation. Uh, but to suggest that the wheels are off and uh, it, it's time to to pack up this season and, and you know start thinking about next year, I mean, it, it's kind of silly. Dave McMiniman with us here, covers the Lakers, does a phenomenal job for us here at ESPN doing so. Um, look, I know the Athletic had a story today. Uh, I mean, honestly, and I'm not trying to like be like disrespectful towards their work because I do think those guys do great work. But if you just listen to Darvin Ham's postgame and then you listen to like Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves, I mean, you could easily jump to that same conclusion, right? Like just listening to them say, we have enough, it's on us, we should be doing better, playing better, more aggressively, blah, 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 issues, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas Darvin is blaming injuries. Like it, uh, there's a disconnect just in the messaging, Dave. Yeah, but, and also I would say for there to be some you know, vast disconnect, that would have to mean that there'd be a, there's some great connection to begin with. I mean, this is a group that is, has been feeling itself out ever since it was put together. Mm-hmm. Darvin Ham coached one team for the first half of last year. He coached a second team for the second half of last year. And he's coached about two more teams for the first half of this year. And so every single iteration of that group is, is trying to build the connection with the coaching staff, try to build the cohesion with one another. And so they even have a unified message in what they would have a problem with when it comes to the coaching staff. Because, um, listen, I can tell you this much. All of the lineup changes that the Lakers have done thus far, starting lineup-wise, that have not been injury um, being the impetus. But if it was, for instance... Early on in the season, they're three and five, and they decide to bring Austin Reeves off the bench and have Cam Reddish start, and they win that game at Phoenix, and that kind of started their initial spurt of good basketball. 
that was consulted with the Lakers leaders. And the move that was made just before the holiday, maybe the best game they played all year, they go to Oklahoma City, they beat one of the best home teams in basketball with this defensive-minded group that was also consulted with the Lakers leaders. And the move that that just occurred um, where they tweaked that group, uh, again, consult with the Lakers leaders. So, I mean, there's nothing um, such, you know, to the point where it's such a vast disconnect between any players that are going to be um, spoken to for a story like this and members of the coaching staff that there is a communication between the Lakers leaders. Um, this is a team that's 3-9 and nine over the last 12 games that is a little cranky, that's a little tired, that there's a little bit of finger pointing right now because they have a standard of what they want to be and because things came relatively, or I wouldn't say easy, but, but things seemed to click uh, more naturally last year from February onward than it has this year from October to January. At the same time, um, the people I've spoken to, again, not accepting what this is right now, um, but there's not the major alarm bells. I think the major alarm bell that that exists within this group is the recognition of the business side that it's January 4th or something like that today. 11 days from now, the Lakers have contracts that become tradable. Hmm. And everybody in that locker room recognizes that, especially because some of them – arrived to the Lakers last year in a similar circumstance. I I wonder what those moves are going to be, but that's the one thing that's alarming. You say alarm bells is the fact that AD and LeBron have been playing through this and you're still below 500. You're still 10th in the West. That's the scary thing. That's why when I look up, I see the sky falling on my head. I mean, I, I guess, but do you say would the better thing be that you know, last year, same point of the season, you're four games under 500, you don't have AD in the lineup, and you have a roster that you know that doesn't work. See, that year, I can understand, time, right. You, but, but, but you knew that the roster didn't work last year at this time. Do we know that this roster doesn't work? I, I don't believe it works to win a championship, but that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah, and I think I'm there with you. But in terms of like last year's team, they're like, oh, it's oh, not, no chance, not gonna... right? At this time last like, year, no chance, right? Yeah, th- this year's team, I think you can say, with some circumstances that go our way, like a little bit of luck on the health side, um, a little bit of a home friendly schedule, we look like a, a pretty good group. We look like a group that. You know, again, beat one of the best teams in the West on their home floor. A couple nights later, almost beat the other best team in the West, if not for the NBA screwing us out of a call. Uh, and a team who, you know, is not as good as the best team in basketball in the Boston Celtics, but certainly was not embarrassed by that group. Um, I, there is a version of this that you can put your mind there. You know, and again, I am presenting, I guess, a sunnier picture of where things stand right now, but. It doesn't do anybody any good to live too far in either extreme. Um, you know, there there are ways. You know, when, when the coaching staff says we just got to get healthy, okay, I think that's kind of protecting the players because another one of the things that Darvin Ham said last night was we just got to play better. 
And when a team goes four for 30 from three and has 22 turnovers, 14 of which are steals, so there's eight unforced turnovers, what can a coaching staff do about that? Oh, no, I, I agree. The players stunk yesterday, too. I thought both teams played poorly, to be honest with you. Um, it just one team was able to kind of, you know, manage through the game better, basically. Um, but I, I just think that the, the long-term solutions for the a championship roster, um, there's some components of that here, but I, I don't know if the components they're, in theory, willing to part with will get them what they need. Granted, it's only January 4th or whatever it is today, so uh, a lot can change from here to you know the next month. I just think they need to make a move, though, Dave. Oh, I, I, I agree. Uh, I'm not so sure what the move is. Right. I, I, think- I don't either, because I don't think it's Zach Levine, you know what I mean, like some people do. Nor do I, just because... Honestly, if it is Zach Levine, like that is your next iteration of this team, right? Because um, you also you, you want to kind of try to hedge both, be as competitive as possible while you have LeBron James, and then set yourself to be as nimble as possible to be the AD plus whatever iteration of this team, or even if you're going to move beyond AD, just be the beyond AD version of this team. Zach Levine kind of hamstrings your next step of what you would be. Now, if you're convinced you can win a championship in the next two years with him, then sure, let's go for it. I'm not of the opinion that I'm like, that will make it happen. And so you got to keep working and looking and seeing. And quite frankly, Darvin Ham and his coaching staff still needs to see what they have because they haven't had the consistency of guys available to be able to say, okay, um, maybe Max Christie's our, our seventh guy. Yeah. Um, I like because, him. I like him. Yeah, and by I, the I way, like by the way, I, I don't know if Darwin has said this. I mean, he told us this and I, I, I reported it on the air yesterday, but um, I don't know how much he's discussed this with you guys, but I'm sure he has. Cause Mike Breen asked him like, is there a guy that you wish uh, you could find more minutes for? And he immediately said it was Max Christie. Yep. I mean, there's some good numbers, uh, data for Christie in the lineup. You know, there is a lineup that the Lakers have involving Christie um, that is, I think, around the 10th best net rating of any lineup in the league that's played 30 minutes or more. So it's a pretty small sample size, right? But he fits the mold theoretically uh, of a two-way guy, right? Um, I we're going to have to see, you know, if, if Cam Reddish can manage his groin um, injury, the sore groin that, that's been pretty persistent now for about a month, well enough to continue to show the flashes of why they like him out there. Or, you know, they had to make a difficult decision uh, because, you know, they, you know, basically recruited him to come here and play and, and recognize, like, if all of a sudden he doesn't play here and loses his starting spot or loses minutes, you're, you know, messing with that guy's career. Yeah, he's done. Right? Like this yeah. is a make or break type of situation for him. So that's a delicate thing. You have to take into account. Uh, you have to take into account the idea that uh, Torian, um, excuse me, that Derek Vanderbilt is not hundred percent yet. Uh, he has decided to be out there to help the team, which I think is pretty admirable, but that puts the coaching staff in a certain situation where, you can't expect the same type of results you got from him last year because he's not the same player yet, but you'd rather have him be that player right now 
be a little awkward and hope that he can continue to get back into where he wants to be. Now, again, like I think it was eyebrow raising last night when Darvin Ham suggested that it may be easier for a team like the Heat to go a stretch without a star like Jimmy Butler yeah. than for the Lakers to have their stars and have the complementary pieces being whack-a-mole around them. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't necessarily make sense logically to me. <laughs> but at the same time, because these these players, there's so many of the players that are in and out of the lineup are, are, are kind of new. Or, or it, you know, if a guy goes out, you're evaluating a guy for the first time in a different role versus you've had this sample size to kind of see where you're at. That does make things difficult because ultimately what Darv wants to do is go into uh, the locker room tomorrow, go on the whiteboard, write his one through five starters, write his um, six through eight and a half, nine bench players, and have everyone recognize this is the way it's going to be the rest of the year. He hasn't been able to do that yet. Um, and, and, And so here we are still having some kind of awkward moments in games as we near the midway point of the season yeah by the way he also didn't account for the fact Caleb Martin's also been missing most of the season who's a pretty big piece of what they do too so uh it's not just Jimmy and they've they've missed I mean hell they've had more starting lineups than anyone and they've they've had a pretty good season despite that so uh I I just am not I didn't you know I normally am very I like Darvin a lot um, I even DeMarco made fun of me because I said I love him. I love him because he generally is trans- <laughs> sounded weird. I love him because he's generally transparent. As you know, Dave, not everyone is always transparent. Now sometimes true. transparent to a fault, right? Like I think. Um, but here we are. But dude, thank you so much for the time uh, in between games. I'll see you tomorrow because I'm on that one too. Excellent. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll, we'll see how uh, how hot it gets in the arena, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got a Grizzlies team that's playing better with Ja. Yeah, and they're going to be thinking about what happened in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, and then the Lakers have the Clippers and the Suns, I think, coming up. So it it it, it could get a little dicey here. Oh, dicey. Uh, but but I don't really think that we're at panic mode yet. Okay, uh, there I'm it is. panicking. I'm He's having not, fun. Not pulling the ripcord, Dave <laughs> yes. McMiniman. There you go. Dave McMiniman right. does a phenomenal job covering your Los Angeles Lakers for ESPN. Dave, thanks for the time, man. I always My appreciate man. it. I'm warming up the panic bus. It's yeah. fun. I am on the panic bus right, right now. That's fair enough. Yeah. All right. You're not talking me off the ledge. Okay. Come on. I need you to talk me off the ledge. All right. Tell me everything's going to be okay. I'll try to do that on the other side. <laughs> I also have a question for you about not only the Rams, but just kind of the playoffs, the way it's setting yeah. up at the moment. So let's do some of that as well. Stick around. 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 522. <laughs> this is the theme. When Mickey is dancing oh, and boy. fantastic. Oh boy. oh, boy. And then he's got like, watch me, DeMarco. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Mickey does? And then- <laughs> but better. Oh, no. No, 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 the dump truck. You didn't yeah. back it up right, though. No, 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 no. You no, did not no. back it up right. No. I'm very disappointed in you, Chris. You didn't back it up right. Well, I'm wearing a, I was wearing a suit today, so I'm going to You got to back pants. it up correctly. Back it up wanna, on George. I don't want to get my suit pants dirty. <laughs> George, have you been dump trucked? Uh, <laughs> I was actually in between the dump truck. Oh, you were? And Cappy one time. I got like res, I got like a remnant of it. Who got hurt in the dump truck? Oh, oh Mason, Mason got hurt. Well, he didn't get right. hurt from the dump truck. Oh. It was from the ice skating because he was so tense. Oh. And it is true when I grabbed his hand at one point. Yeah. The tension in his body. Yeah. I think that threw his shoulder Scary. off. Scary. Yeah. We I'm played the Fantasmic of- thing because earlier Laura mentioned that Fantasmic is back, is back in on May, May right? 24th yeah, yeah. at Disneyland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you have it. And we nice. got a lot of Dave McMiniman rallying up the community. There's the no community way. is not happy with Dave McMiniman. Really? Well, they're just like, he's making excuses. He's not. He's what are they saying? The sky is falling? Yeah, of course the sky is falling. Well, I mean, you're below 500, right? No, no, I don't. Right. I Again. When does the sky fall then? I, I want to see where they're at by the trade deadline. It's because of these gutless Lakers fans. <laughs> Wait, hey. What? That think that every year. Yeah. No matter what people say or what the analysis looks like or how old LeBron is at this point, that they're going to win a championship. We're and in L.A., baby. That's what we always That's think. what they sold us on. Mm-hmm. Well, how's that working out? Okay? Well, it's basketball. You go through It hasn't runs. been that bad. Yeah, you've been in contention a few times. They're ha- they won a championship. Yeah, yeah. Whether in the bubble or not, the fact is they won a championship. They did win. But they have yeah. done a... I will say this. Everyone Here- want Vogel run out of town. Now they want Darvin Ham run out of town. I mean... Here's what I will say. And I say this with a lot of respect because the job is very hard. But I don't believe the roster construction around LeBron has been maximized year to year, is what I would say. Okay, fair enough. Now, some people will push back and say that that has been partially on LeBron. And I wouldn't dispute that necessarily. But no matter what, at the end of the day, the roster construction around LeBron has not been maximized the way you would think. Can you ever say LeBron hasn't been LeBron enough? To make this roster, any roster, better than what it is? Because um, well, it is funny. I think, I think he's been hurt more at this yeah. age than he has in every point in his career because he's gotten older. One, See, that's the one bone I have with Dave, and I love Dave. Dave's a good dude. Dave McMiniman, you mean? Yeah, Dave McMiniman. When it's going bad, it's aging LeBron. When you win tournaments, you don't hear anything about age. Well, I mean... or look, you, uh, Yes, you do. He's turning back time. I, it, it yeah. is, but it is pretty... It's unprecedented what he's doing at 39. No doubt. Right. So, But you're at 39, he's going to have some games like yesterday. Like, it's just natural. A clunker. Isn't it one of his worst? That was a bad game for him, for sure. What was he from the line? Uh, 12 points. points. From three point. 
Oh, I don't know. Something I know he horrible, was, right? He only shot like like under. He shot like forty percent or under forty yeah, percent. Something yesterday. bad. It wasn't great. Right. And defensively, but, he wasn't great. But that's like you should expect. Here's the thing. Like Doc Rivers said this yesterday during our broadcast. He's like the. It's. He said it was amazing to him that when LeBron brings the energy, the Lakers roll. He's like, but he's 39. He shouldn't be the one having to bring the energy. Right. They got a bunch of young guys on this roster who should be the ones that lift him and get him going because as an old guy, you have to kind of work your way into the game. Yeah, you're an old dude. Right. Yeah. Well, who are those young players? They're, all of them. There's a ton of those guys on this roster. So like Austin Reeves yeah. or D'Angelo Russell or Rui Hachimura. Here's the thing. If we're being completely transparent... Austin Reeves is a good player, not a great player yet. Fair. Okay? Yeah. And I know that Lakers fans love the memes with Captain America <laughs> and all that stuff. I am him. He's a really good player. But there's a difference between good and great. You played professional sports. Oh, yes yeah. or no? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay? He's good. Good not is great. good. Great is great. Correct. Yes. Okay? Rui Hachimura is a guy that is playing this year like he's always played prior to the three months he played with the Lakers. Okay, he's a guy that has good games and then has like three clunkers and he loses confidence quickly. And that's part of the deal. So when you paid him what I thought was a reasonable contract, maybe a little smidge too high for my liking, but reasonable in the sense of basing it under other compared to other contracts in the NBA. I get the logic. And D'Angelo Russell did you a favor, but you know what D'Angelo Russell is. He did a one-and-one, which, by the way, you don't know this, but on the CBA, if you sign a one-year deal or a one-plus-one with an option, yeah. you have the right to veto any trade. He gave up that right. To stay. To, to stay and help them because he knows yeah. eventually they're just going to send me where, you know somewhere else anyway. Right. I don't care. I'm getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, Which he didn't have to do. So that was smart on both sides. Lucky for the Lakers but smart to, to ask him to do it. But he's not a good fit on this team necessarily. He's a one-dimensional player who plays offense that I think works in a big way at times during the regular season, but in the postseason, I think he can be schemed against. And I, so they've got a lot of players on this team that they are counting on who are young, See, who are not necessarily complete players. So the only thing I hear is the 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 only answer to this is a 39-year-old bringing the energy every night. Which is not honestly that's not sustainable. Possible. Yeah, that's yes. that's the only answer is something that's not going to work. Right. It's not sustainable. Right. Like so, that's the thing. And and by the way, the normal then Next conversation is, well, what is Anthony Davis supposed to do? Where isn't he supposed to be the guy? Anthony Davis has arguably been an MVP candidate he's been this year. Balling. He's been insane. Yeah, he's been balling. Okay. As a matter of fact, I have the numbers here somewhere. Last 29 last night? He had 28, 17, and five assists. Balling. And they lost by 15 that's or whatever. That's not it was. supposed to happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, that's the thing. Like, which, which keeps pointing me back to the coach. When one of your superstars, at least 1.5, is balling out of control, the other one's 39, and you still can't figure it out, then who does that point to? It, so Anthony Davis, in the month of December, averaged 28.5 points, 12.3 rebounds, 2.5 blocks. According to ESPN Stats and Info, they sent me this. It marked the first month which he averaged at least 28, 10, and 2 blocks since October of 2019 when he did that in a four-game stretch because the month of October only has four games in it. Right. But he has never done that again in a Laker uniform, okay? Like, he's playing out of his mind. He's probably, if you really want to get down and deep on it, he might be the best American-born player in the sport right now. Right now? Wow. Yeah, okay? 
So LeBron and AD are playing at a high level, and you're still not playing well. That's on the other guys. And you know who told me that? Who told you that? The coaches for the Lakers have also said that openly, okay, about how the other guys need to pull their weight. So what I'm saying is, while Darvin, there's a lot of reasons to blame Darvin, the lineups, the rotations, some of the coaching decisions, he has a grasp of what the problem is with the team, okay? So he has to get some level of credit for that. And yes, it's his job to figure it out, but sometimes you don't have the pieces to figure it out. And you can't help injuries. And and look, I take him at face value. If he says, look, we've been too beat up to develop a rhythm, which means I can't figure out a rhythm on this team because everybody's hurt all the time, I think that has merit. But I don't think it's something you should have in the NBA, especially when you have two stars, two Hall of Fame guys like he has. It shouldn't be like this. You shouldn't have games like this. Do you know how lucky you are? Why? To be able to sit in this studio... At about 5.30 in the Southland. By the way, DeAndre, mark all that tape. Cut that up for Mario. Let's make sure we play that nonstop. Which part? The master class that George Sedano just did an afternoon drive in Los Angeles. I know you were used to your St. Louis radio days. What is he talking about? What are you talking about? But what about? he just delivered was a master class to the city of Los Angeles, to these stinking gutless Laker fans. Hey! And to people that don't understand basketball or understand how it works. <laughs> And you are all privileged today to be able to hear the great George Sedano do what he does well. Unlike the other Lakers that don't do it very well consistently, George Sedano serves it up. So hopefully Steve Mason is at home writing down what Sedano said so he could have that tomorrow to recite. George, you're a true vet. (laughs) See, you're used to crowd noise. This does not bother you. You just kind of hunker down and wait. And just keep <laughs> no, he, that's why we work so well. You just that's why he's down. my bestie, because he lets me do my thing, and he knows I'm going to finish eventually, you and then he can do his thing. Yeah. Turtle, speed bump, wait until it's over, yeah. and then some, read, read some Twitter. Yeah. Eventually, we're both going to get there. Yeah. Just Hilarious. give us time. Oh, my God. Uh, Radio Tinder is up next. Yes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 535 in the Southland. Radio Tinder time, we like to play a TV theme. How about this one, sucker? Oh, Hill Street Blues? No. Oh, no. Night Court. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love the night. Are they doing like a new version with Dan Larroquette being the judge or something? No, really? No, there is a new version. They promote it every second on uh, during football. Well, here's why. Because on January 4th, 1984, 40 years ago, oh, here's a good part. Night Court <laughs> debuted on NBC and ran nine seasons and 193 episodes. Bop, bop. One of the best Family Guy bits ever was when they recreated the theme. Yeah. With the Bill Clinton, uh, yeah. I guess I shouldn't mention Bill Clinton right now, no. playing the saxophone no. to the thing. Where's the radio Tinder bed? Come oh, on, by the way, Bergman texted in. Oh, yeah. What, what, he says, what I, wrote down, I wrote down best American-born player right now for AD because it was good. See? A master class to Marco. Nice. Anyway, wow. radio Tinder time. You can follow her on social. Wait, what is it again? At unique, U-N-double-E-Q underscore. Yeah. I would have said John ja Morant. About unique? American born player. Best player. What yeah. about, what Did about? you say born or something else? Oh, I thought he American said born, born yeah. player. Okay, good. What'd what do you think I said? Something else. Oh, never mind. What yeah. about Bobby Tetrafino with his performance? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, follow her at unique <laughs> underscore double E or something. On UN. A, yeah. Double E Q. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Holy swipe right out to Kiwa Mandala. Was walking off the train this morning, and the great Craig Cartosian called me just to say hello, George. Oh, that's nice. Great guy. Wondered when he said his baby face once said. I actually just ran into my friend Joy Taylor yesterday at the uh, Lakers game, who is also a big friend of the Tequila Mandala guys. He said, as baby face once said, when will I see you again? Mm. When will I see you again? Meanwhile, don't tease me. Life changing tequila founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, producer Lar. When can Hi. I breathe? Oh, that's such a good song. Okay, <laughs> but I was listening to the Travis and Sliwa show this morning when I I'm heard sorry. Briones do a story about Barkley and dating apps. Did you make it through the whole show? No. Oh. <laughs> so Barkley, I had other things to do, I'm not because of that. Barkley had strong opinions about dating profiles and said, First of all, these dating apps, none of these people look like they're supposed to look. You can show a picture when you were hot in high school or college. Then the picture the picture has to be within three a three-month window. Um, and don't put a picture when you're hot and now you're not anymore. That's not really what stuck out to me. It's what Emily said. Oh, boy. After. she Because, you know, she's on dating profiles and stuff. She says that updating your profile picture is sufficient once a year. And I was like, mm. I'm the wrong person to be asking about uh, okay, this. Okay, I guess, perate, perate. There's a point here. There's a point. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't think, perate means oh, like, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, bilingual brain. Thank you. I don't think that's good. Personally, I don't think a year, once a year is good enough. And I know most of you guys are taken, you know, and you guys are not on the dating apps. But if you were single and on the dating apps, do you think that changing your picture once a year is sufficient. Swipe right or swipe left. I mean, left. I'm going to probably swipe right on this because, like, I don't know. I haven't changed that much over a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe hmm. I, I don't know, like, maybe I put on five pounds in a year or maybe hmm. I take off five pounds in a year. I was, I was waiting. I, I'm with him. I don't change that much. No, I think, a, I think once a year is fine. You don't change much in a year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I mean, new hairstyle. I'm not, I'm not I don't say, have makeup. I'm not saying you know, that some people don't change a lot in a yeah. spe- in a given year. But I would say 
normally, most people um, generally don't change that much in a 365 day. Yeah. Their physical appearance maybe, doesn't change that much in 365 Maybe once days. or twice, but I, I think once a year would be just fine. Okay, what about you, Chris? Well, I'm not on the apps. I haven't been in a long time. I did Match.com years ago. Think, Hold on for a second. Damn it. <laughs> think like you were on the apps. I'm not on the apps either. I think, uh, yeah, you probably got updated every few months. Plus, also, you want to, here's the thing. You want freshness. Mm-hmm. Like, you could say, like, and somehow, I guess. Well, what it, what it should do, to interrupt, it should tell you when was the last time they updated the picture. Oh, okay. Okay. I would take mm-hmm. that as a clause. Have and an then expiration that way, date. And, and then, well, yeah. and the, no, but that way you can decide as yeah. you're looking on these on these profiles, oh, they haven't changed their picture in two years. This person has a picture that's two weeks old, you know? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it, it's never been a They already deal. have the AI to deal with all that to know when your picture was last. True. And obviously, updated or taken. you meant Charles Barkley, right? Barkley was talking about date yes, naps? Yes, yes. Oh, wow. How yeah. often do you change yours? Or you're not on it? Well, apps? I'm not on it, but yeah. if, I want to get D's point, and then I'll bring why I thought yeah. that was a big deal. Uh, swipe left. I mean, I don't really update my profile picture that much anyway, so. Well, you're in love. Yeah, yeah he, you he's, are in love. He's so in love, man. Yeah, I saw those pictures. <laughs> 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 pictures at the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, no. Disneyland. Oh, that was the wrong girl. That was the wrong girl. That's my sister-in-law. Oops. Okay. You still looked in love, baby. They still looked in love. They're still family. They're still love there. I saw Disneyland. Was that? Oh, yeah, Disneyland. That's the girl. you know that his girlfriend, they've only been dating for four months. Uh-huh. You know she is on his hey, phone. Hey, Rams. Oh, Sam Pines. We're in Rams. Rams house. She's Let's on go. his phone. Yeah, I'm not on the booze phone. She's on his profile. On the what do you mean? Your, she's, on my, she's on my lock screen. Well, on the lock her. screen. Oh, that's love. Four months, George? That's married. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's, mm, that's I'm, 2024 married. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're locked up. <laughs> hey, listen, man. If the, if, do you, Bo. Do you. Do you, Bo. <laughs> if, if you like it, I love it. How about you, George? Thank you. All right, so this is. Let me tell you the reason why I thought it was a little sus if you don't change your picture. Okay, sus. Because, for example, women, we cut our hair, we dye our hair, we do a lot of things to our hair, and it changes the way our face looks. I guess that's fair. Uh, And I'm a big hair guy, so that's true. And then hair, like some guys will grow out the beard. I mean, Mason's growing out the beard. He looks Uh. different than when he has no beard. So I feel like you got to update your picture if things do change, not once a year. Okay, when's the last time you changed hairstyles? I mean, George has great hair. It's been a long time, but the same hair is cut, right? For the most part. Same thing. You? I mean, I I, I depend on length. Sometimes it's seasonal. I mean, it may be longer, shorter, but it's the same hair I mean, it's probably like 20 years. Yeah, same cut. Yeah, yeah, so I think for guys, maybe once or twice a year, just fine. Okay, I'm just at least six months. Every six months, I'm just saying, you know? Anyways, moving on. Yeah. As you know, Draymond Green Oh, by the way, Yovan Buha going to join us next at the Athletic. Oh, Yovan Buha. Who broke the story of of the disconnect between- He's going to tell us about Bobby Trevino from last (laughs) night. Disconnect between the Lakers locker room and Coach Darvin Hamp. But go ahead, Laura. All right. As you know, Draymond Green has been on indefinite league suspension since December 23rd. Yes, yes. Green has been participating in individual counseling sessions and periodic virtual meetings that include the team, league, and union officials um, designed to chart his progress towards reinstatement, sources told ESPN. Woj reported today that he's expected to return to the Warriors facility in the uh, coming days. Are you surprised that he's back so soon? Swipe right or swipe left? I'm going to start with Mr. NBA Sedano. How many games has he actually missed? I believe uh, it's 11, if I'm not that, Well, my original thought was when he when it happened. I will double check. Was that he would be suspended 10 games. So if he's missed 11 and he still has a ramp up before he comes back, it's probably going to be more like 15 at least. 
So I would say that that's about right for me. Like, I'm swiping right on that. If my wow. initial thought was 10 games, and he's probably going to miss closer to 15, then yeah. You think that was worth 10, what he did? Based on his history. I mean, I think it should be worth more based um, on his history. I mean, obviously the guy is spiraling down or ramping up. It's getting more violent. Now he's throwing punches. Yeah. But before it was like when you would kick guys in the nether region, you think, that was half playing hard. That could have been. That could have been an accident. I mean, when this I was, was when you and I were watching basketball when we yeah. were young, like that was like that was normal. A foul, move on. You know what I mean? The punch. Well, I mean, no I one mean, just spun around and hit a guy in the face. I mean, there were. Well, well, oh no, Kurt yeah, Rambis got I mean, destroyed. I mean, in the game. when it yeah. broke down and it was a fight, yeah, yes. Right. But I mean, not like that. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Kurt Rambis got clotheslined. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Like, I mean, I laugh. I still laugh at that. Yeah, but still, his reaction. That, can you imagine if that happened now? Oh, and that oh, person God. would be suspended for half the season. Forever. Right. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. I thought the NBA would yeah. make an example out of him, and you're done. And I said this before. If I'm Draymond Green, you can't give him more than John Morant. You know, who had 25. Uh, okay. I mean, know? I guess so because yeah. of the gun thing. Right. That makes sense. But I said, yeah. if I'm Draymond, I'm done in the NBA. I'm never coming back. This is the best way for him to I, I, go how about out. This? Here's a hot yeah. take for you. Yeah. I think Draymond Green will play for another team soon. Ooh. Who? If I had to guess. Ooh. Don't say Lakers. Nope. No. If I had to guess, this is not... They're going to send them to exile. Any what? knowledge of anything. Yeah, yeah. This is... Reckless. Do, come on. Do not aggregate me. I'm this about to. Reckless speculation on my part. It, I, I don't... I, I just think that the Warriors eventually move him. Yeah. I'm not thinking now. I'm thinking like in the offseason. I got you. Go ahead. And I think the team that could use him the most... Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The the Mavericks. The Mavericks could. They need a guy like that to help protect Luca. To run interference for Luca. That makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. not a bad That makes that, sense. That would be good. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's Radio Tinder brought to you each and every day by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Yoan Buha broke the story for the Athletic with Sham Sharania about the Lakers' disconnect in the locker room between the players and the coach. We'll get to that in a second. But first, if you're riding in the backseat or injured in an Uber or Lyft accident, it's completely different than a normal wreck. Your driver's covered by the Uber or Lyft, so not only are you dealing with the other person's insurance, you need to speak with the rideshare company's insurance, too. 
You don't want to deal with this on your own. You get into an accident, you need an expert. You got to call Jacob at 844-24-JACOB. My guy Jacob is an expert when it comes to handling Uber and Lyft accidents. Years ago, Jacob and his team took on all these cases before all the other attorneys did. Jacob understands the nuances involved in these particular types of accidents. So if you're injured in any type of rideshare accident or any accident at all, there's only one name to remember. It's Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Man, you call Jacob, he'll win for you. Call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or visit him online at calljacob.com. 12 minutes in front of 6 o'clock on Sedano and Cap. It's almost sacrilegious to talk over this part. On this day in 1970, George Harrison recorded the lead guitar solo for the album version of Let It Be. Wow. But this isn't the guitar part, which is okay. It's the legendary part. I shouldn't interrupt this. <laughs> Just like you shouldn't Just interrupt. Just let it be. <laughs> Writes itself. Exactly. Yeah. Jeez. Just like Slee was going to be mad about our next guest. You Why know, is Slee wow. going to be mad? This is usually... Wow. Is, you are pushing that narrative. Just like Sean McVay is not owned property of Mason in Ireland, Jovan Buha, the excellent writer at The Athletic who covers your Los Angeles Lakers, is not intellectual property of Lakers talk in Alan Sliwa. So he's going to be sending us a note later. <laughs> he's going to send a, a cease and desist? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Buha, do you, did you realize you're in, like, you're in this controversy now all of a sudden because wow. I text you? I love Triangle. I, I, I knew I was in some controversy. I didn't know this is what it was. But. There you have it. <laughs> By the way, if Alan Sliwa has any issues with it, I've known Jovan Buha before he was even a big-time writer. Uh-oh. How about that? I saw her first. <laughs> he was. He worked for us here at ESPN right down the hall at the other building. So how about that? Um, but now he's a big shot breaking news on the Los Angeles Lakers with Sham Charania. All right, so disconnect between coach and players. Um, look, I, I, I will say this. Just based on the messaging in the post game yesterday, that when I read your story and then I thought back to the messaging from the way Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis described uh, the game and what's happened recently and the way the coach did, I'm like, yeah, there's definitely some disconnect. So what did you learn from the experience the last couple of days? Yeah, well, uh, this is something that I think has been building for a few weeks now since the in-season tournament. Um, and I, you know, in conversations with people last night, it felt like last night was the, the nadir of the Lakers season up to this point of, um, you know, a team you know well, uh, George, with, with the Miami Heat. Uh, you know, they come in, they're undermanned, they're missing Jimmy Butler, uh, they're missing Caleb Martin, they're missing uh, Hayward Highsmith. Uh, so that's, you know, their best player, a couple of key rotation guys, and they're uh, made a, a long road trip that, um, you know, as we've seen with the Lakers, teams can struggle on the road. But uh, despite losing a couple games, they just come in and control this game wire to wire. And I think really from, you know, taking out any of the reporting or any of the conversations, just watching the game and looking at the players' body language, like something was just off last night. And my antenna went off. And, um, you know, so that, that was kind of – what triggered some of, you know, diving into some of the reporting from, from last night. But um, you know, I think as you pointed to, like Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis are, are, you know, sitting there saying we can't use injuries as an excuse. We can't use uh, all our lineup changes as an excuse. Like we have enough talent. We got to figure this out. We have to be better. And then in, in contrast, you have Darvin Ham saying, well, we're not going to get a rhythm until we get healthy. And, um, and then you know, he was asked about Jimmy Butler being out and, and how that affects a team like the Heat. And he went on to, to basically imply that the Lakers 
missing several rotation players is actually more impactful than a team like the Heat missing one of their big dogs in Jimmy Butler, which, uh, you know, I kind of did a double take when I heard that. And <laughs> yeah. I know people within the organization, when they were relayed those comments, also felt that way. So I think there's been a, a bit of a disconnect, clearly publicly. Like, I think that's undeniable. Um, which just, you know, this has been going on now, again, for weeks of, if you look at the postgame comments, players are saying, we feel out of rhythm. We don't have a continuity. The lineup is changing night to night. And part of that is due to injuries, for sure. So I don't think that all falls on, on Darvin Ham, but part of it has been in his control. And, and it's, it's something that, you know, he, he can, um, you know, control night to night to some extent. And, you know, from what I heard last night, there was a lot of frustration inside and outside that locker room, which is how things have been going over the last few weeks. And not just the results, but more so the process with either, you know, lineups, and rotations continuing to change night to night uh, without people feeling like there's a rhyme or reason to them. And then also some schematic things with the Lakers switching to a switching defense and, um, you know, the, the, some of the five out stuff that they've kind of struggled with. So I think you know, it's kind of been a culmination of, of many problems that have been there throughout the season. And that is what's led to this group being under 500, despite having LeBron James and Anthony Davis, their two most important players for all but five games. I'm curious. You guys are both pros. You've been around basketball players. Like, what went off in your head when you heard that comment about the Miami Heat? I'd rather have, you know, missing one guy versus missing three role players. What went off? What were you trying not to say when you heard that? Both of you guys. Like, are you crazy? Like, are you nuts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it highlighted the – I mean, I know people like to make fun of Heat culture and and it's kind of become this cliche, but, like, Last night to me was was the epitome of Heat culture versus the current Laker culture. Of again, the Heat are without you know that, that would be like the Lakers being without Broad James and and winning a tough game against a good opponent in, in a road environment. And you know I think if the, if the tables were reversed, I think the Lakers would have probably gotten blown out in Miami, but without LeBron and, and with Jimmy playing in that game. So I just felt you know the Heat came in, they made no excuses. They faced some adversity in that second half. The Lakers made a couple of runs, got it to, to single digits, got it under five a couple times. And what did the Heat do? They executed their offense. They continued to thrive with that 3-2 zone, and they won the game. Whereas the Lakers, um, you know, they, they did make a couple uh, of runs in that second half, but they ultimately crumbled when it came to execution time. And um, you have a couple guys in the starting lineup not scoring. Uh, LeBron had an off night. Uh, but, uh, again, you know, third starting lineup in three games. And I think – from what I've been told, like just I think at some point the players want him to commit to a, a starting lineup, commit to a rotation. Yes, if a guy is out, you obviously have to adjust, but it's not just been the injuries. I think that's kind of been a little bit of a cop-out of blaming the injuries. Again, Miami it was missing three rotation guys. They had no problem coming in and leading that game wire to wire. Not only that, they've missed um, DeMarco to – Jovan's point, mm-hmm. um, they are missing more than just Jimmy Butler. They're missing yeah. two more rotation guys, one who was arguably the best player in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, and they have no one has missed more games due to injury than Miami. Tyler Hero's missed 18 games. Bam missed nearly a dozen games. Jimmy's missed a dozen games. Like They've overcome that, and they're 20 and 14. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I'm with Jovan. Like, I just don't buy that as an excuse. I know Darwin eventually couched it that way. Like, right. hey, it's up to me to figure that out. But anyway, uh, one last question from you, Jovan. Just, you know, and great work in The Athletic, you and Shams today. Um, you know, I, I interviewed Jaime Hawkins after the game. He was kind of our player of the game, the homecoming. He had 18 and 7 yesterday. Um, 
what are your thoughts on because I, I don't want I'm not trying to bag on Hood Shafino. The kid's 19 years old. Like he may end up being a good player, but I, everyone here, understandably so, because he played at USCLA and he was such a good player there, and he's been obviously a very good player to start his career uh, with the Heat. Um, what is your sense of the read on Hakez and them not taking Hakez in the draft? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one because it's, it's not just Hakez. I think if you look at the next three guys, it was – I mean, Hakez is the headliner because he's been the best of, of that group. But you, you have Pods in Golden State. Right, Pajemski, you know, started, yes. Right, yeah. Pajemski, who's also been very good, right, yes. Been very good, started, played, you know, played key rotation minutes for the Warriors – and then you got Cam Whitmore, who was the summer league MVP, and you know hasn't really carved out a role with, with uh, you know, a consistent role with the Rockets. But I still think most people would take him uh, above JHS, you know, right now if we were doing like a redraft. So uh, it's really like the next three picks were all hits, so to speak. And the fact that you know he has been injured, so that, that that's a factor here. But when he has played, he's not looked good, and you know all the. It's interesting, like, on paper, like, the Lakers could use another athletic guard, another guy who could get downhill, another guy who um, can defend multiple positions, at least both backcourt spots, kind of replacing Gabe Vincent and what they need from him. But his jump shot is is just broken at this point. And, um, you know, he had the the, the shot against, you know, last night where, uh, you know, hits the other side of the backcourt. It looked like a Russell Westbrook shot uh, for for the Lakers. (laughs) Um, He's also number zero, so that's kind of flashbacks there. But, um, you know, I, I think it's... It's one of those things where, you know, uh, you hear before the draft that Hawkins is going to the Heat. That it was just one of those kind of preordained uh, draft picks that, you know, he, he had a promise there. Of course, you don't have to honor that as the Lakers. And I think the thing is, like, their track record speaks for itself, where if you look at just the last decade of drafting, they have way more hits than misses. Um, you know, I think you could put their draft resume against basically anyone's, and they come out at, at least even, if not on top, uh, with, you know, uh, Larry Nance and Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart and yeah. like going down the list like they've just they've knocked it out of the park with a lot of late first and and second round picks. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I mean, nineteen, it's it's too early to make a proclamation either way. But Hawkins is looking like the steal of the draft right now. He'd probably go top five if not top three in a redraft. And JHS would would probably be a second round pick in a redraft. So it's a tough one for the Lakers. But again, I mean, half we're not even halfway through their rookie years. Like. I think JHS needs some time before yeah. we can make a you know rule on, on his future. But so far, it, it has not been uh, encouraging and has not really been in line with the Lakers' uh, draft track record. Jovan Buha does a phenomenal job covering the Los Angeles Lakers for The Athletic. Make sure you check out his work there. Thank you, buddy, for jumping on. Appreciate the time, as always. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. See ya. Uh, all right. So there you have it. Um, we can kind of tackle some of the things uh, that he said there on the other side. Plus, I, I do want to get into the NFL playoffs, which I haven't had a chance to get yeah. into. We've talked a lot of Rams, um, but I want to get into the NFL playoffs, which includes the Rams, obviously, because... Um, Love hearing that. Say it again. It includes the Rams. There you go. I mean, hell, I predicted it back in August, all right? So you did. I am, uh, well, you, I am, said nine, you said nine gets you in. You're right. You right. did predict it. Yeah. That counts. So uh, here we are, and we'll get into some of that and uh, wrap up what Yovan had to say. Stick around. 710 ESPN.